When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mastery Mindset Podcast, the spot to get your mind right. You know you can't train the body. You can't train your craft. You got to train your mind. We got a special guest. We got a peak performance coach, a keynote speaker, and a Wall Street Journal, New York Times bestselling author. Is that right? We got Ben Newman today on the show, Ben. Man, what's, how, how are you, buddy? Kyle and I am uh, doing great. Great that we are finally able to make this happen. You know, essentially, your resume, my resume, is like exactly the same. So it's exciting for me to be with a like-minded individual who's making a, a huge impact uh, in similar environments that I am. And I've been excited for this for a long time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'd love to get into The Burn, man. I love your podcast. I, I love your whole platform. I am a subscriber. Ben Newman is my coach. I get stuff from him every single month. <laughs> I'm, I'm subscribing. I'm watching. I'm taking notes. So I'm getting fired up. I'm learning stuff. But what, what I love about you, Ben, is, man, you're authentic. Man. Like you, 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 you keep it real, as they say. Well, I mean, you are so authentic. Well, you know, Colin, I think that's that's the only way to be, you know, I, I think, you know, vulnerability, authenticity, those are things that I talk to leaders about all the time. If you're leading somebody and you're faking it and you're not authentic, you're not vulnerable, you're unwilling to be emotional, you're unwilling to be yourself, you're going to have a difficult time leading and people will read it through and through. That's true. Well, how about you give us your burn, man? Give us that like the, the origin story. Yeah, so you're going to maybe get long winded here to uh, to get rolling here. but. You know, my burn is the fact that I had to grow up incredibly fast. And, you know, we all have a story. Each and every one of us have a story. But my story for me was having to grow up fast. My parents were divorced at six months old, never knew them together. And a handful of years later, my mother was diagnosed with a rare muscle disease called amyloidosis. Now, many people don't know what amyloidosis is. Even in 2021, Colin, there is no cure for amyloidosis. At the time of her diagnosis, two hospitals in the United States treating the disease, Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, the Boston Medical Center. I still live in St. Louis, born and raised. It's where I was with my mother. My mom flies from St. Louis to Boston, meets with a woman by the name of Dr. Martha Skinner, who tells my mom she's only the second woman under 40 years old they'd ever seen or heard of having the disease, and they gave my mother two to four years to live. And I always ask people when I share my story, you know, how would you respond? And Colin, you and I have these conversations with our clients all the time. You know, how you respond to challenge and adversity determines the story that you write. Not, hey, let's talk about riding around on unicorns and sliding down rainbows and everything being great. It's when things are tough and challenging that we really find out what we're made of. And my mom took out this old journal, became a place where she unleashed her positive mental attitude onto the world. I mean, she was writing, beat the statistics, beat the odds, live with a disease that is chronic and fatal, believe in yourself combat anything, purpose in life. And Colin, my burn, how could I not embrace every single day when my mother would look outside this long hallway that we had in the house and she would take an IV stand, sometimes it took one or two nurses, right behind her, which was once a TV room turned into a hospital, her last year living, and she'd put one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other, till she got to the head of the dining room table to ask my brother Drew how his day was at school, and then to ask me over to the left side of the table, how was my day at school? And so for me, 
that took all the strength my mother had to ask me how my day was at school. Even though she passed away 11 days before my eighth birthday and took the pen that she was writing within that journal and passed it on to my brother and I to keep writing her story. I recognize that every day is a gift, Colin. And that's my burn is to keep writing my mother's story, to try the best that I can be. You being a father of five, me being a father of two, parenting is the greatest thing in the world. It can be tough. I try to be the best husband that I can be, but we make mistakes. Life is not easy, but I do my best to embrace every single day and keep writing my mother's story. And that's the burn that lights me up to ignite my why and my purpose to get after it one day at a time. And that's what we do with the burn, whether it be the podcast or conversations or work with teams and organizations is to connect people to the burn that drives them so that they can go attack one day at a time. I love it. listeners or listeners. Do you have a burn? Do you have a purpose? Do you have intent with your actions? That's so powerful. I like leaving with that because I want people to know your heart. Because your heart is pure, your heart is true. So having that backdrop is really powerful. Now let's just transition your career. You were very in business. You were did very very well, and you transitioned. Maybe give us that that whole thing, that whole process. Yeah. So back in two thousand and four, I was with a Fortune one hundred financial firm, Northwestern Mutual. And I don't say this to impress anybody; it's to impress upon the point to answer the question directly. But I had a significant level of success. I was in the top two percent of advisors in that company, which it's such a large company, it puts you in the top 2% in the world. And that's when I started to speak and I started to write and I started to coach. And I started to realize that I had this passion for serving and helping others. And so I kind of started growing both of these companies. So I had a team that was helping me with the speaking and then you start writing books and you know, you're doing all these things. And then finally, you know, I, I think for so many of us, we try to control our results. We try to control what we want the future to be. And Colin, that was me. People would be like, well, do you think you'll ever leave the insurance and investment business? I'm like, no, no, no. I'll always be 50%. And then finally my coach, and she's still my coach to this day. I even had an amazing call with her today and she challenged the hell out of me today, but I have two coaches. That's how high maintenance I am. But she and I were on the phone. She was coaching me back then. And she said to me, stop trying to control What's out of your control? Just wake up every day and surrender. And whatever doors God opens, you choose where you want to go. And the next thing I knew, Kyle, 100% of my time was speaking, writing, and coaching. And I was blessed that my mentor was able, I was able to transition my practice to him. And, you know, here we are, you know, almost 10 years later. And I feel very blessed and passionate about the work we do every day. I love it. I love that backdop because I'm a former uh, sales trainer. No, I, I wasn't in the industry you're in. We were selling catheters to doctors and surgeons and hospitals, but I became a sales trainer from from things of, like you said, gratitude, service, being vulnerable, being courageous, connecting. Um, maybe give us, because we have a lot of salespeople listening to this, but give me one or two, I, I won't call them tactics, but like core values for you when, you, when you're out there doing that. Yes. I mean, my, my core values, even to this day, are legacy mental toughness and discipline. And you and I could do several episodes on all those, but let me hammer the discipline piece. You know, we all know what we need to do to be successful, right? Everybody listening, if I were to say to you, what does it look like? And I'm a big believer in balance. I, I know you are too, Colin. A lot of coaches and speakers that do what we do, they don't believe in balance. They just say work hard and take time off, which typically means that people or leaders don't have discipline in their own lives. If that's the recommendation they make. But that, that that's a whole nother episode in and of itself. But when it comes to the discipline, let's just talk business today. But I think for somebody listening, if you were to write down, here's what it looks like for me to win every day. 
right? So let's just say it, it's 20, I call them points of contact, text message, email, phone call. Colin, when we came into business, man, you were dialing phones, right? There was no, there's no Instagram DMs and all. I mean, and today you can get a hold of anybody. There's no excuses. So I call them a POC, point of contact. So we all know, is it 20? Is it 15? Is it 30? And if you're falling short of that number, or you're making excuses, well, my calendar's so full, I don't have to do that number anymore. Then compound it over time, you're gonna fall short and the math. The next level of your success, it's always a math problem. So if you're falling short of the daily disciplines to drive success, you're gonna end up working a six month year or a seventh month, month year, rather than 13 or 14 or 15 months for the people who do just a little bit extra. So when we make excuses and we don't show up and we lack discipline, even if you physically show up, you may never know what your highest level of performance looks like. And the highest performers, not just sports that I work with, but in business, and Colin, I know you can attest to this, they don't just do what's required of them. They do the unrequired. And the unrequired is that little bit extra, not, hey, God, give me an extra 12 hours in my day. It's like a little bit, like, it's like 10% more because yeah. they know if their goal is 20 and the unrequired is 10% more. So this is the nugget for you guys. Do 10% more. The 10% more means you only have to do 22. But the highest performers know in order to do my extra two, I got to do the first 20. So it's actually the self-accountability of knowing and doing what you know you need to do in order to do the little bit extra in order to get ahead. Man, it's, it's this phrasing process over outcome. Focus on the root, not the fruit. It's this slight edge. It's going to eventually compound. The difference between a hitter in baseball, 300 versus 200, if you have 500 bats, it's just one hit a week. That's it. Lock it, 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 it in. It's it's, 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 I love how you said my POCs, man. I actually stole that from you. POCs. Are you getting your POCs in? Okay. Let's keep moving. I get DMs. I know you do. They said, Colin, then how do you get into the mental performance space? I want to work with college programs, pro teams. I want to work with these, these business clients on how to master mindset. Maybe give us like, how did you get niched into that? And it's been so fun to, to watch this. I, I am so glad that, uh, that you asked me that question. So I think what many people see, so if you look over my shoulder here, you see this national championship ball from last year. You see a Saban autograph ball, little helmet commemorating the championship last year. And here's the problem, Colin. That's where most people think I started. They, they think I started working for the University of Alabama. I've been with Coach Saban and their staff for four years. I'll actually fly this weekend to meet them down for the Texas A&M game in College Station. But I want to take you not to what most people see or they think about. I want you to go to that basketball. See, that basketball up there commemorates back-to-back -back conference championships with my old high school, Colin. My old high school. So my work in sports. So in business, it started in 06. First time I was ever paid to speak. 2011, my old high school basketball coach calls me. His name is Coach Basler. And he called me Benny Boy. Even to this day, he still calls me Benny Boy. He and I are actually going to lunch tomorrow. He's still a mentor in my life. He'll call me Benny Boy at lunch tomorrow. I guarantee it. He said, Benny Boy, these kids are underperforming. Come fire these boys up. I said, Coach, I'd do anything for you. Where do you want me to be? He said, Parkway Central, they're the number 10 team in the city. We should be a number 10 team. I don't know what's wrong with these guys. You handle it. And so I showed up that night. 
I walk in and I just poured my heart into these kids. I Man, I was old enough to be their dad at the time, right? I'm like, I had played way back in the day for Coach Basler. And I fired these kids up. They ended up knocking off Parkway Central and I was hooked. And the next season, they ended up uh, winning the first of two back-to-back conference championships. And that ball commemorates that. And that's where the work started. And Colin, you know it. That's not the answer people want. Wait, wait, you went back to your high school for free? They, they didn't pay you? So all of a sudden, I had to do all of that for 10 years. I had to put my dues in for 10 years. That's and great. then once you put your dues in, you get blessed to have opportunities because you're willing to not worry about money, but doing things for the right things. And that's one of the lessons I would share with people. That's kind of that legacy piece of my core values. Do it for the right reasons. The money's going to take care of itself. But if you're only doing it for the money or you think you're entitled because you've got a message, the number of people who are like, well, I'm not going to go speak unless they pay me this. I'm like, well, where have you spoke yet? And that's not just the speaking world. That's in business. We have to have a level of patience and a willingness to do the right thing for the right reason, even if the pay may not be there yet. Well, even in the Bible, it says God blesses the cheerful giver. You know, it's like, are you giving for your, for your own ego, for your status? Or are you giving because you want to help and serve and because you want to change a life? I think that's where it starts and people can feel it. And, and you can, you can't be stopped because you're not doing it for the money and you, and people can feel it and you're going to bring more value that way. Hey, what's up, Master Mindset listeners, Colin here, your mindset coach. I'm so excited. You can order my new book, Quiet Mind and Quiet Mind for Kids right now on Amazon. Get the tools and strategies and tactics that I haven't shared on this podcast. So you get a mental emotional toolkit to lower nerves and increase unshakable confidence to perform at your best. I got Quiet Mind, which is for teens and adults, and Quiet Mind for kids, which is for the youngsters and parents. Our kids need tools today to be their best. So go to Amazon right now and get your copy. Um, but you've been okay. behind the scenes with Coach Saban, Alabama, uh, also some other other teams. <clears throat> What what if you open the hood? Like what what traits of these best teams have? Well, you know, our most recent book, Uncommon Leadership, I decided to write about eleven leaders that have impacted my life. So there's lessons from eleven different leaders that have impacted my life. I mentioned it earlier. I've got two coaches. I've got several mentors. I'm reading books every day. I'm far from figuring this thing out. And so I wanted to honor these individuals who helped me get to where I am today and keep pushing me and challenging me. And so, yes, there's lessons from Coach Saban. There's Coach Kleiman from Kansas State. uh, Will Compton, the first NFL player that I ever worked with, has a great podcast, Bustin' with the Boys Now, Shantae Lowe. And I want to use Shantae Lowe. Shantae is a four-time Olympian. She's one of the uh, greatest athletes to ever walk the face of the earth, American record holder for the high jump. I mean, she's just incredible cancer survivor and still trained to compete this year in Tokyo in her fifth Olympics. And because she got a severe case of COVID, it took over her lungs. She couldn't breathe, had an inability to train. She was literally going to train and make the Olympic team with cancer. And so I think for all of us, there's this fight in us. Coach Saban has an internal fight. You want to get under the hood of coach. He's not worried about championships. He's worried about inspiring and empowering these kids to find their internal fight, to go chase down what it means to be your best in everything you do in life. Shantae is the same. Cancer won't stop her. Coach Kleiman's the same. 
And Colin, I know you can attest to this with you working with so many great coaches and leaders and being a part of Russell Wilson's organization. Like that's what champions do. Yes, they want results. They want championships. I'm not saying we don't want those things. But once you paint that on the canvas of your imagination, that that's where you're going, you better rip that sucker down, put it in front of your face and be willing to fight one day at a time. And that's what I found the greatest champions have. It's that internal fight and that desire to do whatever it takes to make it happen one day at a time. I like in your book, the first word is, is to be uncommon. There's average action, there's elite action. You want to be elite, it's all about behaviors. I love that. Um, but how about this as we kind of wrap up? I'm curious because I'm a creator, I'm a speaker, I'm a writer like you. I want to know, how do you craft a message? So, so first off, first rule is always tell true stories. And this is, this is just my opinion, Colin. But like when a speaker gets up there and they start telling a story and like they made it up or they changed the facts of it, I don't know about you, brother, but like, I know that they've changed the facts or they made up the story like immediately, like a great communicator, like we know, like you made up that story. So to me, I found back to that vulnerability and transparency, I always tell real stories. And so stories, if you go back to sales, right, because I'm in sales too, and, and I do sales training as well, I found there's seven main psychological sales triggers. And American Fund spent hundreds of million dollars of research on this. But using stories to sell is the first step of a great sales process. Well, communicating is sales. So when you share a story, it emotionally engages somebody. So I love to tell stories. And after the story, I love to ask a question. Ask a question that engages the audience based upon the reason why you write the story is going to lead to the question. Ask the question and then empower the audience to take action. If you and I can't help people take action and we just, we laugh, we cry and we have a good time, then all I am is a motivational speaker. I actually don't like being called a motivational speaker. I'm a coach. I want to yeah. walk away. I want to walk away from every opportunity, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, whatever it is. I mean, who knows the different ways we're going to get to be able to do this over time with all the changes in the world. But I want there to be long-term growth and sustainability with action and empowerment from our time together. Otherwise, it's just a motivational speech and that, that, that wavers fast. Yeah. So I, I, I use a similar method, brother. So I use what, what I call QSC. So open with a quote, ask a question, tell a story, anchor it with science or some stats, call to action, close. Like if all, we, we follow the exact same sequence. Okay. <laughs> so uh, last question before you give us more insights on where we can get your book and all your, all your courses and all your stuff. Um, give us some, some nuggets, man. How do we master our mindset? So I think the, the most important thing is recognizing, number one, you control your mindset. So if we look at this concept of the burn, I want to give a simple action step. So today, discipline, identify what those POCs are or what it looks like for you to win every day and just start chopping away, stacking days, day after day after day after day. As far as the mindset piece, you control your mind. First thing I do when I wake up, I actually shared this recently on Ed Milet's podcast. It was the first time that I ever shared it. On my phone, so everybody on, on your phone, my alarm, well, there, there's my kids. You see my kids when it pops up. But on my phone, my alarm in the morning, it says Jan Fishman Newman. So you can actually name your alarm. A lot of people don't know that. So I believe in controlling your environment. So as soon as this alarm goes off, and this phone is in another room, because if this alarm goes off and my wife is going to kill me if I don't turn that sucker off fast. 
And I'm not going to put this by my bed because if I put it by my bed, I've literally created an environment to easily hit the snooze button. Move your phone into another room. Make sure your wife doesn't kill you because you don't turn the phone off. So I'm on like a little bit of a light jog to turn it off. And then I see Jan Fishman Newman. If I see my mother's name and then the word legacy, and I've already got this light little jog, what are the chances of me going back to bed? Doesn't happen. So I've connected to my burn. And so for everybody, I just ask you, what happens if the first thing you do is you connect to your burn every day? Mm, that's good. Rather than, rather than allowing yesterday's circumstance, good or bad, allowing those feelings to dictate how you show up today. Today is your opportunity to be great. You can't change yesterday. I can't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. Control your mindset today. Dominate with great discipline and go win one day at a time. I'm fired up, man. You see me getting hyped, man? <laughs> Let's go. You just inspire me. Hey, Ben, Matt, bro, thank you so much for your time, for your insights, for your passion. I took some notes. I'm going to apply that what you just said. Have like give me like a, an intent with that wake up and have that burn there. But give us more insights, man. Where where can we find you? I would love for everybody to come, you know, check us out at continued fight. At continued fight is my Instagram, it's my Twitter. You're actually gonna get me. Uh, sometimes the team helps when we post videos and things of that nature because I'm not a technology guy. But in the morning, the morning post is always me. I'm a big believer. John Wooden used to say, you can't do anything. You can't have a great day until you've done something for somebody else with no expectation of anything in return. So every morning you're getting me, my thoughts. I'm giving back to the world. It's part of my morning routine to start. Come hang out with us on Instagram. Uh, all our books are available on Amazon, including the latest release, Uncommon Leadership. And uh, I was just blessed to have the opportunity to come and uh, be on here with you today. I, I hate selling at the end of these things. Uh, just more excited and grateful and thankful to be with you, Colin. No, you're not selling your help. You're giving tools. And Ben, we end every episode with this truth. T-Money, you ready for this? Let's go. The body has limits. But the mind is limitless. Peace, buddy. Thanks. Thanks.